Every Thursday, we'll be releasing a pair of interviews with some amazing nonprofits talking about their awesome impact in the communities they are in. We'll talk about some challenges they've faced and chat about their best tips and tricks that might just help your organization do good better. Hey, enjoy these mini episodes of inspiration that make a major difference in the lives of those served by these incredible nonprofits. Hey, did you just have a meeting with a donor and they told you something really, really important and you have no place to put it except for like maybe an Excel spreadsheet or, I don't know, a random piece of paper in your office? Go to DonorDoc.com. Get a CRM system that works. Get a donor database system that works. Get something that gives you beautiful reports and beautiful dashboards that even your crankiest board member will love. Go to DonorDoc.com. Use the code word do good better at checkout and get a month free. DonorDoc.com. Hey, you busy fundraiser. Yeah, you. Listen, I know you're busy planning an event and you shouldn't have to worry about what software you're using for events and online giving and peer-to-peer fundraising and auctions and mobile bidding and text to give. It's all at one cause, onecause.com. Listen, I've been using OneCause for a long time with clients all over. It's designed for busy fundraisers. It's intuitive. It's a powerful fundraising solution for your next event and you should be using it. Go to onecause.com. They're a sponsor of the show. They're amazing. They're awesome. And there's free resources galore at onecause.com. Check them out today. Choosing a partner to help you achieve success in your business or personal finances is a big decision. You need a devoted advisor who's experienced and attentive and invested in helping you accomplish your goals. Hey, you know what that sounds like? Brady Martz. Brady Martz knows that you've got a lot of options to choose from, but we're confident that Brady Martz is the right accounting firm for you. they got more than a half a century of experience making everyday count through tax, accounting, audit, and business advisory services. So contact Brady Martz to learn more about their unique solutions that they can provide you and your nonprofit. Your organization is awesome, but sometimes you want to be even awesomer. It's time to get your fundraising on with your host, fundraising expert and author, Patrick Kirby. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the official Do Good Better podcast. I'm your uh, host, Patrick Kirby. And of course, we talk about things that are going to help our small and medium-sized nonprofits do good better. And sometimes we ask the experts who happen to be, you know, running small and medium-sized nonprofits. We've got a great one for you today. I'm very excited, uh, and we were talking earlier before the show kicked off, how our paths crossed two years ago, and not since. So, it, not even in a podcast form, in a show, we'll get to it eventually. I promise you, uh, Dory Leslie, she is the president of CHI Friendship. Dory, welcome to the official Do Good Better podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having us here with you today. We're looking forward to the conversation. I'm very much looking forward to the conversation. So if uh, somebody's uh, cruising along the internet and they're on iTunes or Spotify or YouTube and they say, CHI Friendship, Friendship, I want to know more, but they don't know a whole lot. So Dory, could you give us a 5,000 foot view on who you are, what you do and why we're talking today? Yes, yes. Friendship is a great ministry. Um, We provide supports to people with a variety of disabilities, focusing on their abilities Um, and we provide the whole spectrum of services from helping them in their residential setting, um, their homes, their apartments, um, and some of our group homes. And we also help them during their day, get a job, just like you and I are sitting here today at our jobs. And so 
we help them with not only um, residential vocational, but all aspects of life, making sure that they have a good quality of life and making sure that we um, focus on everybody's skills and gifts. Um, and basically, we provide services in Fargo, Grafton, and Park River. So it's really, you know, the eastern side of North Dakota. And so we started around 1972 with the Presentation Sisters, um, starting it just as a little respite program. And it's grown to what it is today, such a large and beautiful ministry. Outstanding. How many people do you have working for you? And yeah. how many individuals do you serve today? Right. So we have about 350 plus employees um, and we have over 200 plus uh, people that we support each and every day um, who are just a blessing to us um, as well. And so, of course, the workforce will be something we get into in a little bit later. But, you know, the employees that we have um, working for Friendship are just amazing. And I couldn't be more thankful for all of just the great people supported that we get to support and our employees. The, uh, the DD world is one of my favorite uh, things in the entire universe. It's where my uh, it's where my uh, my heart and soul is in the fundraising world too. So I appreciate what you do probably more than I should normally. Not that I'm playing favorites on the podcast, but uh, what you do is amazing. And speaking of amazing, um, running a nonprofit's heart, running a nonprofit and social services and DD community is even harder. But is there a story? Is there an impact story? Is there a look at what we did story that you use to remind yourself, even when the going gets tough of like, yeah, this is why we do the things we do. Is there a story like that you can share with us? Yes. And when you ask me that question, I think, which story should I pick? Because mm-hmm. I can say a lot of just the, whether it be a big story or a small story, but provided such a big impact. And I will start with I've been at Friendship almost 25 years. And when I look back at my career, um, even 15 years ago, more people were in institutionalized group homes with a large number of people. And I remember the first meeting I went as a leader back um, in the day for Friendship and said, what? Do you mean people supported could really live in their own apartment with just one roommate? What? People supported could get a job in the community and be just like me. Um, and, and that's, you know, where I think the shift 15 years ago started to what it is today. We have more people living in their own apartments than we do institutionalized group homes. And really the big difference is um, people who live in their own apartment get to make their own rules. They're not um, government ran, they're individual rent contracts with landlords. And you think about that shift for allowing people um, that unfortunately have a label connected to them be just like me and you. And that shift allowed people to have more rights, more independent, more privacy, and more freedom. And so that movement of deinstitutionalizing, even after the 1980s lawsuit with the ARC, we almost did it again across North Dakota. And so that's the same philosophy with employment. We, we don't have a large shelter for people to, to um, work out of uh, making minimum wage. Our focus has been for years to allow people to be employed in their community, get regular benefits, go to the Christmas holiday parties. No, people with disabilities are no different. So when I think of the impact that those two things have done for me personally and our organization, but even the DD industry, 
it really is just about respect and making sure as leaders, we don't put people with disabilities in a box and saying they can't because they can. And that's the proof. And the reminders for me every day is they don't want anything different than I would want for my loved ones or myself or my family. There's an amazing bit of dignity that comes with the fact that you get to stay in your own community with your own support system. And rather than go across the state to some place where you have to start all over, there's not, I I wouldn't want to do that. You wouldn't want to do that. And somehow we think it's okay if they have, um, you know, sort of a different ability than, than you and I. And I think that's one of the things that I love most about what you do is that dignity aspect of the independence and saying, no, no, no. This is, there is no difference between us outside of, you know, some sort of physical or developmental disability right there. That's it. And that's very minimal compared to, to everything else. And I think that sometimes you're running an organization like that probably comes with a number of challenges. Is there uh, sort of a big one? I think you hinted at it earlier, but is there a big one um, that, uh, that the friendship is experiencing and how are you overcoming that current uh, situation? Yeah. And, you know, and as a nonprofit um, and in our development of disability uh, field, there's always kinds of challenges that that come to each of us every day. But the two that, you know, I I think I want to draw attention to today is there is still a, a stigma for people who have a label connected to a disability. And so we've come a long way since the 1980s, um, the institutionalized, uh, you know, lawsuits in North Dakota, but there's still a stigma, stigma attached to a label and looking different. And so we try to overcome that by doing a lot of community education, um, talking to people, allowing people to have conversation to say people with disabilities are no different. So, so we still have that today and probably just not at friendship, but probably throughout the disability field within the whole nation or even probably the whole world. And really the second, you know, barrier or struggle we continue to have is just like every other business um, on uh, probably, you know, uh, in Fargo-Moorhead and Grafton Park River is lack of workforce. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, that continues to be a struggle. You know, we are looking always for employees, the best employees to come work for us. And, you know, when I started about 25 years ago, I came to have a job while I just moved to Fargo right out of college. But what I can tell you is this field, this industry, and the people we support have given me back way more as an employee than I could ever give to them. And it's really, you know, humbling to say that I have learned so much from them And I couldn't be more thankful for what I thought was just a little career. So we're always looking for employees. And I will tell you how we are getting um, through each day with um, several positions open is our amazing current employees who stayed with us, who have been with us for 30 years, 20 years, 10 years, and even five years. I could not be more thankful for our current workforce who are dedicated to make sure that Um, not only safety is in place, but even a quality of life with the lack of workforce we have. I I couldn't be more proud of our employees. So we are always working to overcome that, but I'm very thankful for our current employees that stay. As someone who worked at a uh, a DD sort of operation, the perspective you get from working there is is life-changing 
and it is amazing. And I think those who are the, the 15, 20, 25, 30 year old vets understand that yeah. way better than, uh, than I think most people. And I also like the way that you've uh, sort of positioned it too, is that uh, showcasing that these differences aren't very much and that we're all different. And I think it emphasizes the fact that you have your own idiosyncrasies that are way different than other people. And that these are either just a little magnified because of how culture says it and everything in between, but we're all different and that's yeah. totally fine. But you know, what's the same struggles that all nonprofits have. <laughs> Right. So I believe that as a 30-year uh, vet and especially a 20-year leader of friendship itself, um, there's got to be a tip or a trick that you can give uh, our friends in the nonprofit world, maybe even specifically to the social service crew that uh, is out there uh, raising money and doing great things. But is there a, a tip or a trick that you'd like to give our nonprofit friends listening today? You know, one of the things I learned at a young age as a leader from my mentors is really um, the cup of coffee. And as a nonprofit world, I learned to make time for relationships and sit down and have a cup of coffee and really be partners and, and be partners with each other, regardless if you're a nonprofit or not. But nonprofits op, most of the time have a good story to tell and sit down and have a cup of coffee with a nonprofit and see how you can help or even nonprofits working together. That same cup of coffee can, can be done in a different way. But to help nonprofits, of course, donations and financial help is really appreciated. But there's also so much other um, ways to give back to a nonprofit, whether it's volunteering or doing something so small as helping a person for us, you know, maybe go to church or for um, just a nonprofit to even keep us in our thoughts and prayers or help us spread messages on social media for things that we may need. You know, one thing um, during the pandemic early on, obviously we just like every other business had to change some of our services. Um, and a lot of times people are asking what they could do. And of course, financial stuff and, and, Masks were important, but also a lot of people brought forward, you know, um, for friendship to keep people active is puzzles and games and adult craft items. And it's just, it's not so much about the dollar amount. It's really about the thought for that nonprofit it really makes a difference, not only for friendship, but for all nonprofits, um, especially during the hard times of lack of workforce in the pandemic. Um, any little thing people can do for nonprofits is so important and powerful which makes us a healthier and better community if we all work together. And even nonprofits sitting down, having that cup of coffee to say, what are your struggles? What are your best practices? How did you overcome that? Because a lot of times over that cup of coffee, you find that nonprofits have a lot in common and that you can share stories with and how you overcame things together. And that's the power, I believe, of a cup of coffee that my, my parents taught me at a young age you know, working with other farmers and growing up on the farm, they had a cup of coffee and they talked about how are we going to figure out the farming needs and all that. Well, here we are today. And that same cup of coffee for me is powerful. Well, first of all, that's a wonderful abundance mindset that you can have conversations with other people and not be worried that they're going to steal an idea or steal a donor or whatever. Now it's a rising tide, you know, and it helps all the nonprofit ships. I love that as a perspective. I also love the fact that you want to make time. And I know everybody said it's, again, time's more valuable than money at this point, but carve out the time to listen and ask questions. Brilliant tip 
Dory, I appreciate it. So now that you've given a brilliant tip and people are super inspired, they probably want to give you a boatload of money, but they probably don't know how or right? where. So yeah. how on earth can people get a hold of friendship? How do they get a hold of you? How do they give me money? Give me all the deets. Right. Well, we appreciate all uh, donors of whether it be financial or anything. We appreciate everybody's relationship with friendship um, over the years. Um, and so you can help out by calling a friendship either at the Fargo office at 235-8217 or the Grafton location um, in Grafton at 1-701-352-0060 or check out our uh, uh, friendship um Facebook site or even our website, or, you know, definitely go ahead and reach out um, and email me personally at Dory Leslie, or excuse me, Dory.Leslie at commonspirit.org. I would love to have a cup of coffee with a donor or anybody who wants to reach out and help uh, people in need. We are always welcome to um, have coffee at any time and really just say, how can we work together to make this community even healthier? Mm -hmm. As someone who's obsessed with coffee, I'll be giving you a call and I'm just going to try to make that happen uh, immediately. And I think everybody else should probably do that too. So hop online, go to the website. We're going to drop all the links in our comments below or in the show notes and so go do that. And while you're on, by the way, you found this on iTunes and Spotify, go ahead and like this and share this and follow this and give it a five-star review. That's the type of awesome guests that we have on here on the podcast. Dory, thank you so much for what you do. Thank you so much for being in an industry that means so much to me. Uh, that means so much to the community. It's part of the thing that the government can't, shouldn't, and won't do. You are doing. I appreciate you. Uh, appreciate uh, what all of your employees are doing. Appreciate all of the um, individuals that you're serving. But most of all, I appreciate you being a guest here on the official Do Good Better podcast. Thank you. We're blessed. Thank you for having us. I appreciate it. Look, as someone who listens to the show, you know that I love helping small and medium-sized nonprofits. That's why we bring on the awesome experts and guests that get to talk to you about how to make your organization more awesome. So I've got a deal for you. I would like to help you. I would like to work with you. So if you go to dogooduniversity.com, that's dogooduniversity.com, and you register for one of the courses, I'm going to send you my best-selling book, Fundraise Awesomer, a practical guide to staying sane while doing good for free because I really want you to do amazing work. Listen, dogooduniversity.com. Go pick out something, whether it's a board training or a gratitude training or whatever webinar you want to choose. Um, use the promo code podcast. Take 25% off of anything that you purchase. And I'm going to throw in a book as well because I want you to do awesome. I want you to do awesomer, and I want you to do good better. Go to dogooduniversity.com today.